Would those of you who are able please join us outside for the blessing of the fire? Dear brothers and sisters, on this most sacred night in which our Lord Jesus Christ passed over from death to life, the Church calls upon her sons and daughters scattered throughout the world to come together to watch and pray. If we keep the memorial of the Lord's Paschal Solemnity in this way, keep the memorial of the Lord's Paschal Solemnity in this way, listening to his word and celebrating his mysteries, then we shall have the sure hope of sharing his triumph over death and living with him in God. Let us pray. O God, who through your Son bestowed upon the faithful the fire of your glory, sanctify this new fire, we pray, and grant that by these Paschal celebrations, we may be so inflamed with heavenly desires that with minds made pure, we may attain festivities of unending splendor through Christ our Lord. Amen. Christ yesterday and today, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, all time belongs to him and all ages. To him be glory and power through every age, forever and ever. Amen. Through his holy wounds and glorious wounds, may Christ our Lord guard us and protect us. Amen.
Rejoice, heavenly powers, sing choirs of angels, exalt all creation around God's throne. Jesus Christ, our King, is risen. Sound the trumpet of salvation. Rejoice, O earth, in shining splendor. Ray 
radiant in the brightness of your King. Christ has conquered glory, fills you. Darkness vanishes forever. Rejoice, O Mother Church, exalt in glory. The risen Savior shines upon you. Let this place resound with joy, echoing the mighty song of all God's people. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right that with full hearts and minds and voices. We should praise the unseen God, the all-powerful Father, and his only Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. For Christ has ransomed us with his blood and paid for us the price of Adam's sin, to our eternal Father. This is our Passover feast, when Christ the true Lamb is slain, whose blood consecrates the homes of all believers. This is the night when first you saved our parents, you freed the people of Israel from slavery and led them dry-shod through the sea. This is the night when Christians everywhere washed clean of sin and freed from all defilement are restored to grace and grow together in holiness. This is the night when Jesus Christ broke the chains of death and rose triumphant from the grave. Father, how wonderful your care for us, how boundless your merciful love, to ransom a slave, you gave away your son. Oh, 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 oh happy fault, O oh, necessary sin of Adam, which gained for us so great a redeemer. Most blessed of all nights, chosen by God, to see Christ rising from the dead. Of this night, Scripture says, the night will be clear as day, 
it will become my light, my joy. The power of this holy night dispels all evil, washes guilt away, restores lost innocence, brings mourners joy. It casts out hatred, brings us peace, and humbles earthly pride. Night truly blessed, when heaven is wedded to earth, and we are reconciled to God. Therefore, Heavenly Father, in the joy of this night, Receive our evening sacrifice of praise, your church's solemn offering. Accept this Easter candle, a flame divided but undimmed, a pillar of fire that glows to the honor of God. Let it mingle with the lights of heaven and continue bravely burning to dispel the darkness of this night. May the morning star, which never sets, find this flame still burning. Christ, that morning star, who came back from the dead and shed his peaceful light on all mankind, your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, now that we have begun our solemn vigil, let us listen with quiet hearts to the Word of God. Let us meditate on how God in times past saved his people and in these last days has sent us his Son as our Redeemer. Let us pray that our God may complete this paschal work of salvation by the fullness of redemption. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please extinguish your candles now and be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of Genesis. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless wasteland, and darkness covered the abyss, while a mighty wind swept over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw how good the light was, God then separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Thus evening came, and morning followed the first day. And God said, Let there be a dome in the middle of the waters to separate one body of water from the other. And so it happened. 
God made the dome, and it separated the water above the dome from the water below it. God called the dome the sky. Evening came, and morning followed the second day. Then God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered into a single basin, so that the dry land may appear. And so it happened. The water under the sky was gathered into its basin, and the dry land appeared. God called the dry land the earth, and the basin of water he called the sea. God saw how good it was. Then God said, let the earth bring forth vegetation, every kind of plant that bears seed, and every kind of fruit tree on earth that bears fruit with a seed in it. And so it happened. The earth brought forth every kind of plant that bears seed, and every kind of fruit tree on earth that bears fruit with its seed in it. God saw how good it was. Evening came, and morning followed the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate day from night. Let them mark the fixed times, the days, and the years, and serve as luminaries in the dome of the sky to shed light upon the earth. And so it happened. God made the two great lights, the greater one to cover, govern the day and the lesser one to govern the night. And he made the stars. God set them in the dome of the sky to shed light upon the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate the lightness from the darkness. God saw how good it was. Evening came and morning followed the fourth day. And God said, Let the water teem with an abundance of living creatures, and on earth let birds fly beneath the dome of the sky. And so it happened. God created the great sea monsters and all kinds of swimming creatures with which the water teems and all kinds of winged birds. God saw how good it was, and God blessed them, saying, Be fertile, multiply, and fill the water of the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. Evening came, and morning followed the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth all kinds of living creatures, cattle, creeping things, and wild animals of all kinds. And so it happened. God made all kinds of wild animals, all kinds of cattle, and all kinds of creeping things of the earth. God saw how good it was. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and the cattle and over all the wild animals and all the creatures that crawl on the ground. 
God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, saying, Be fertile and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and all the living things that move on the earth. God also said, See, I give you every seed-bearing plant all over the earth, and every tree that has seed-bearing fruit on it to be your food, and to all the animals of the land, all the birds of the air, and all the living creatures that crawl on the ground. I give all the green plants for food. And so it happened. God looked at everything he had made, and he found it very good. Evening came, and morning followed, the sixth day. Since on the seventh day, God was finished with the work he had been doing, he rested on the seventh day from all the work he had undertaken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
redeemed understand that there exists nothing more marvelous than the world's creation in the beginning, except that at the end of the ages, Christ our Passover has been sacrificed, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of, Evet, book of Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. He called to him, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son Isaac, your only one whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him up as a holocaust on a height that I will point out to you. Early the next morning, Abraham saddled his donkey, took him, his son Isaac, and two of his servants as well, and with the wood that he had cut from the Holocaust, set out for the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham got sight of the place from afar. Then he said to his servants, both of you stay here with the donkey while the boy and I go on yonder. We will worship and then come back to you. Thereupon, Abraham took the wood from the Holocaust and laid it on his son Isaac's shoulders, while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two walked on together, Isaac spoke to his father Abraham. Father, Isaac said, Yes, son, he replied. Isaac continued, Here are the fire and the wood, but where is the sheep for the Holocaust? Son, Abraham answered, God himself will provide the sheep for the Holocaust. Then the two continued going forward. When they came to the place which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. Next, he tied up his son Isaac and put him on top of the wood on the altar. Then he reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the Lord's messenger called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he answered. 
Do not lay your hand on the boy, said the messenger. Do not do the least thing to him. I know now how devoted you are to God, since you did not withhold from him, from me, your only beloved son. As Abraham looked about, he spied a ram caught by its thorns in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as a holocaust in the place of his son. Abraham named the site Yahweh, Yureh. Hence people now say, on the mountain, the Lord will see. Again, the Lord's messenger called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you acted as you did and not withholding from me your beloved son, I will bless you abundantly and make your descendants as countless as the stars in the sky and the sands on the seashore. Your descendants shall take possession of the gates of their enemies, and in, the descendant, and in your descendants all the nations of the earth shall find blessings. All this because you obeyed my command. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Your side is my home. 
us pray. O God, Supreme Father of the faithful, who increase the children of your promise by pouring out the grace of adoption throughout the whole world, and who through the Paschal Mystery make your servant Abraham father of nations, as once you swore, grant, we pray, that your peoples may enter worthily into the grace to which you call them, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward. And you, lift up your staff, and with hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the Israelites may pass through it on dry land. But I will make the Egyptians so obstinate that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and his charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh and his chariots and his charioteers. The angel of God who had been leading Israel's camp, now moved and went around behind them. The column of cloud also, leaving the front, took up its place behind them, so that it came between the camp of the Egyptians and that of Israel. But the cloud now became dark, and thus the night passed without the rival camps coming any closer together all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea with a strong east wind throughout the night, and so turned it into dry land. When the water was thus divided, the Israelites marched into the midst of the sea on dry land, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. The Egyptians followed in pursuit. All Pharaoh's horses and chariots and charioteers went after them right into the midst of the sea. In the night watch, just before dawn, the Lord cast through the column of the fiery cloud upon the Egyptian force a glance that threw it into a panic. And so he clogged their chariot wheels that they could hardly drive. With that, the Egyptians sounded the retreat before Israel, because the Lord was fighting for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord told Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the water may flow back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and their charioteers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at dawn the sea flowed back to its normal depth. The Egyptians were fleeing head on toward the sea, 
when the Lord hurled them into its midst. As the water flowed back, it covered the chariots and the charioteers of Pharaoh's whole army, which had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not a single one of them escaped. But the Israelites had marched on dry land through the midst of the sea, with the water like a wall to their right and to their left. Thus, the Lord saved Israel on that day from the power of the Egyptians. When Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the seashore and beheld the great power that the Lord had shown against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
wonders remained undimmed in splendor even in our day. For what you once bestowed on a single people, freeing them from Pharaoh's persecution by the power of your right hand, now you bring about as the salvation of the nations through the waters of rebirth. Grant, we pray, that the whole world may become children of Abraham and inherit the dignity of Israel's birthright. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, all you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come, receive grain and eat. Come, without paying and without cost, drink wine and milk. Why spend your money for what is not bread, your wages for what fails to satisfy? Heed me, and you shall eat well. You shall delight in rich fare. Come to me heedfully, listen, that you may have life. I will renew you with the everlasting covenant, the benefits assured to David, as I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander of nations. So shall you summon a nation you knew not, and nations that knew you not shall run to you because of the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, who has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his way and the wicked man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God, who is generous and forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. For just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down and do not return there, till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed 
to the ones who sows, and bread to the one who eats. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Oh, man. 
constantly increase your church by your call to the nations. Graciously grant to those you wash clean in the waters of baptism the assurance of your unfailing protection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. 
Please be seated for the reading of the epistle. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. For if we have grown into union with him through a death like his, we shall also be united with him in the resurrection. We know that our old self was crucified with him, so that our sinful body might be done away with, that we might no longer be in slavery to sin. For a dead person has been absolved from sin. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think of yourself as being dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. According to Mark. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, 
and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. Very early, when the sun had risen, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb. They were saying to one another, Who will roll back the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. On entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a white robe, and they were utterly amazed. He said to them, Do not be amazed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go and tell his disciples and Peter, He is going before you to Galilee, and there you will see him as he told you. The Gospel of the Lord. I often wonder if those three got a wink of sleep that night, those three, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome, observing that Saturday had to be the worst Sabbath of their lives, with Jesus dead, the apostles in hiding, inconsolable grief hanging over so many of them, fear all over the place. Maybe they lay awake wondering, will they come after us next? And when we get to the tomb, will the guards there ridicule us, call us crazy women, and taunt us in our grief? And how ever will we convince them to roll away the stone and let us in the tomb to finish anointing his body as is our custom? But the three of them, off they go, in the darkness preceding dawn, to a place they dread because the one they love is there. And isn't it amazing what we do out of duty, what we do out of obligation, what we do out of love? And you know how that goes. You've been there. Maybe it was when you had to come to your child's or your spouse's rescue, even though he or she had disappointed you greatly. Maybe it was when you kept doing your job, even though your boss never said a word of appreciation. Maybe it was when you showed heroic patience with a family member or friend and found yourself asking, why me? Why am I doing this? Most of us make our journeys to the tomb quite a few times in this life. But for our three dutiful women of Mark's gospel, everything suddenly changes. When they arrive at the tomb, no need to worry about rolling away the stone. That's been taken care of. No need to worry about the guards. They're nowhere to be found. No need to worry about anointing the body of Jesus because the young man in the white robe in the tomb says to them, he is not here. He has been raised. 
He tells them to check out the empty tomb themselves, and then they should go and tell the apostles what has happened. And Mark tells us that the women run from the tomb, fearful, but overjoyed. But then, I'll bet another conversation starts. A conversation occurring between the three of them and inside each of them. A conversation asking some questions like, who's going to believe us? Will they ridicule us and call us crazy? Won't they ask about the man in the white robe and what do we say? They'll say, it's all our fantasy. And you and I know that part of the story too, don't we? An unexpected blessing comes our way. We see what we can become and we rise to it. We experience a healing or a transformation impossible to put in words. And this avalanche of grace shakes us up. Light appears in the darkness. And it's hard to explain to anyone the full depth of what has happened. And what has happened? We have encountered the risen Lord. Now the story continues. Presumably, the three women split up, and Mary Magdalene takes it upon herself to tell the apostles, since she knows them the best. On her way, Mary Magdalene encounters the risen Lord, who says her name, and her whole life changes. Mary goes off and tells the apostles, but they don't believe her. Later that day, Jesus appears to two other disciples. They go back to Jerusalem and tell the apostles, and the apostles don't believe them either. Finally, Jesus appears to the 11 apostles, and he chides them for their unwillingness to believe, but assures them that he will be with them until the end of time. And so there it is. He found his way to them. He finds his way to us time and time again. And he does now. Remember Easter last year? From Rome to the Philippines to northeastern Ohio, our churches were mostly empty. And we were required to huddle in our homes our Easter gatherings severely muted. Our journey to the tomb with its doubts and misgivings, we keenly felt that last year at this time. But now is a different time. The year is different. We as a church and as a nation are coming back to life. Our churches are filling up again. Our nation's getting back on its feet. But we do not forget the path we have walked this past year. Despite the scourge of this pandemic and the loss of so much life, we have heard amazing stories of great love. We have heard about families reunited and reconciled, of heroic caregivers and first responders, of people managing grief with the dignity and grace from beyond this world, of millions putting others before themselves. That's our story. We never know when the Master will come to us. 
We never know when he will meet us, his glorified wounds in full view. Easter comes easy to us when everything is as it should be, when life is good, when prosperity reigns, when we are free to come and go as we please. Easter is easy then. But the story we tell and proclaim tonight is not about easy. It's not about business as usual. Our story is one in which love and devotion start out in darkness, when three women get up before dawn and do not let fear get the best of them, when they courageously go to the one they love to do their duty, only to have their world shaken and turned upside down by the news they get in the tomb, he's not here, he has been raised. Tonight, may we hear this news with fresh and tested ears and hearts. We have not allowed our fears and losses to get the best of us. And so we are here. As we share in his wounds, we share in his glory. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.
Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, let us invoke the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for these children about to receive the grace of baptism for their parents, their godparents, and upon all the baptized. Give these children new birth and baptism through the radiant divine mystery of your death and resurrection. Make them your faithful disciples and witnesses. Lead them through holiness of life to the joys of the heavenly kingdom. Make their parents and godparents shining examples of faith to them. Keep their families always in your love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us pray, dear brothers and sisters, that the Lord God Almighty may bestow new life upon these children as we bless the water of this life. O oh God, 
God, who by invisible power to accomplish a wondrous effect through sacramental signs, and who in many ways had prepared water your creation to show forth the grace of baptism. O God, whose spirit in the first moments of the world's creation hovered over the waters so that the very substance of water would even take to itself the power to sanctify. O God, who caused the children of Abraham to pass dry shod through the Red Sea, so that the chosen people set free from sin, set free from slavery to Pharaoh, would prefigure the people of the baptized. We ask you to pour forth your spirit upon this water. May all who are buried with Christ in the death of baptism rise also with him to newness of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us all stand and renew our baptismal vows as we support these, our friends, and our children. I ask all of you here present, do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? I do. Do you renounce the lure of evil so that sin may have no mastery over you? I do. Do you renounce Satan, author and prince of sin? I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and of earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? I do. This is our faith, the faith of our church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Is it your will that these your children receive the baptism of the faith of the church which we have all professed? Ezekiel Benjamin, we baptize you. Out of joy, we baptize you and claim you for Christ our Savior in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, has freed you from sin, giving you new birth by the water of the Holy Spirit.
Amen. Catholic Church on this Easter day. May we be a church that draws people to Christ and to the gift of salvation. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace in our world. May the Easter story reach people of all faiths and change our hearts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are suffering on this day. We pray for those who live in fear of violence and abuse, especially women and children. We pray for the poor and hungry in foreign lands and in our own community. May Christ's gift of his life for us prompt us to offer our assistance to all in need. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our for all people in this season of new beginnings. 
May this day of joy and hope inspire us to see human life and all God's creatures and creation as good and worthy of our respect and care. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our parish. May we seek those things which will draw us closer to the heart of Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick, may Christ be their comfort and heal them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our beloved dead, may they stand in joy with the risen Savior. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty and ever-living God, as we rejoice in the gift of eternal life this night, look with love upon your people. Hear our prayers, for we make them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please turn the gather hymnal to number 540, number 540.
with me, my brothers and sisters, that these are gifts might be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and the glory of his name, for our good of all his holy church. Accept, we ask, O Lord, the prayers of your people with the sacrificial offerings, that what has begun in the Paschal Mysteries may, by the working of your power, bring us to the healing of eternity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been raised. Through him the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. For his death is our ransom from death, and in his rising the life of all has risen. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, Every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are Jesus Christ, your Son, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these lives of ours, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant your people peace, to guard, unite, and govern us throughout this whole world, together with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all those who holding to the truth and on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For us, we offer you this sacrifice of praise as we offer it for ourselves and for all who are dear to us, for the redemption of our souls and the hope of health and well-being, and paying our homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating that most sacred night of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, Magdalene, and all your saints, we ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the offering of our service and that of your whole family, order our days in peace, count us among the flock of the blessed. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect, Make it spiritual and acceptable, that it may become for us the body and blood of your beloved Son, 
our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his sacred and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, Lord, celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, resurrection, and ascension into heaven of Christ your Son. We, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts you have given us the holy bread of eternal life, the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel, the sacrifice of Abraham, the offering of your high priest Melchizedek. And in humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angels, taken to your altar on high in heaven, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who, through our participation at this altar, receiving the most holy body and blood of your Son, may be filled with every earthly grace and every heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants, who have gone before us marked with the sign of faith, and all those who rest in the sleep of your peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercy, graciously grant some share of the company of your apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Catherine, Lucy, Cecilia, and all your saints, Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all good things, O Lord. You sanctify us, you fill us with life, you bless us, and bestow every good thing upon us. Through him, with him, in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
dare to say, Our Father, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer each other the sign of peace. share in the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ bring us to everlasting life. In the gather hymnal number 924, number 924.
Pour out on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you have nourished by this paschal sacrament one in mind and heart, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please kneel.
Please stand and face the center aisle.
Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God, who by the resurrection of his only begotten Son, was pleased to confer on you the gift of redemption and of adoption, give you gladness by his blessing. Amen. Amen. May he, by whose redeeming word you have received the gift of everlasting freedom, make you heirs to an eternal inheritance. Amen. Amen. And may you, who have already risen with Christ in baptism through faith, by living in a right manner on this earth, be united with him in the homeland of heaven. Amen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Number 539, number 539.